Previously on GTB Podcast, Jack and John were battling over chairs. Now they're both sitting. Jack, John, and Peter referenced the Joker movie a lot. I mean, really, really a lot. And then didn't talk about it. Ended on Cliffhanger. And today, they will talk about Joker. Hello, I'm Jack. Send in the clown. Oh, I'm John. Sorry. I'm Craig. No, I'm Peter. He's Craig. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Today it's John, Jack, and Craig. <laughs> JJC. JJC today? JJC. Peter couldn't make it for this episode, but luckily Craig came in. Yeah. He might sound a bit like Peter, but that's just weird that he does that. Anyway. Craig does a great Peter impression. Today. So, today. Go ahead, Jack. John, you t- you're the leader. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead, John, you're the leader. He, uh, Peter, Jack, leader. Jack, Jack structured it today, so. Who's our leader, Craig? <laughs> yeah, Craig. Right, so. Initial thoughts on your first heard of Joker. What do you think? What were you thinking? I don't want to go first, Craig. You're the newbie. You have to go first. Wow. First time in. I'm already being the star. I know. We like to let our guests be the star, Craig. So we're hearing about it first off. Well, yeah, what was your first thoughts when you first heard of it? As a concept. <sighs> I was excited. I do. I do love Joker. Everything about Joker. I, I know you weren't so excited. Well, my thoughts were... <clears throat> I was both excited and not excited. I, was, I didn't love that idea of Joker. Thanks for your thoughts, without, Craig. <clears throat> I didn't love that idea of Joker without Batman, because I think Joker works best with Batman. But without Batman, he doesn't really work as well for me. But the thing I really love about Joker is it can bring a new world to DC in, where it's like other Elseworld stories, one-offs, different types of movies. You know, like Lex Luthor being the president as a movie. Apparently they're doing that one. Superman Red Sun, which is a great storyline. Like, these movies that would never get a chance in the main universe mm-hmm. could not happen like... Uh, like all these other like all like movies that would never get a place in this new label of DC are doing called DC Dark, where it's just different like movies that would never get made usually. Mm-hmm. So it's just like all these ultimate movies could get made now under this banner, which I loved as a concept. So the big reason I was excited for Joker was because that could happen from Joker. But I wasn't too, I wasn't thinking Joker was gonna be amazing, but I was yeah. excited for what it could lead to. Do you think that uh well so Batman John, and, first. Batman and Joker are really the John, the first. Ying and Batarang. John's views first. Uh, John's views first. Anton Dack. The Anton Dack. The. What two things? The John, things? Jack, and Peter, but Peter's not here, so it's John, Jack, the, and Craig. The John, Jack, and Craig. The Billy and Nick, the Frieza Magma. Sorry, I feel like I cut your heart. I just wanted to make that joke about the Ying and Batarang. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, what are your thoughts, John, when you first heard of the movie? Uh. When I heard Martin Scorsese was supposedly because all I heard about it, all I heard about it was the Scorsese's Joker. That's what it was called. Like when I heard the That's, news, yeah, it was quite interesting. And I thought, at times I thought great because again, I do love character pieces where it's like, and he that's kind of Scorsese's kind of like, mm-hmm. that's his favorite, you know. It's his bread and butter. Yeah. So when I first heard about it, I was excited, but also DC at the time were a bit of a bit of a shit show. So no, they so were like, not. Man so. of Steel was phenomenal. BVS was phenomenal. Wonder Woman was great. Just like happened, and Aquaman was great. Shazam was good. Shazam was not yet. Was Aquaman out? I think Aquaman just came out. Oh well. Anyway, Shazam uh, was great though, but it wasn't yeah. Out. Or was it? Shazam was great. Is our <laughs> point here? But <laughs> but yeah. So when I first heard about it, I was like, you know what? This could be interesting. And if Mark Scorsese <laughs> wants to jump aboard, then then he left. Then he left. Yeah. But at the time, I was like. <laughs> Alright, it could be interesting just to see like a man completely whatever it was gonna be, just completely just 
slowly turn into the Joker. I thought that would be interesting. So, but, what was your thoughts yeah. on A. Affleck? <laughs> Arthur Fleck. Yeah. Uh, do you think that was a? Do you think I they were doing it over Ben? A- yeah, I don't think I that do, was either. I doubt they intentionally called him A. Affleck over Ben Affleck. Plus, I think people just went, "Oh, A. Affleck." It's like, yeah, but his name is. Ben Affleck and I oh wait oh my his god I just realised that what Illuminati is this what I'm an idiot oh my god he didn't catch one I'm an idiot I thought I thought they were just keeping the flack away from the A and they're just saying oh my Ben Affleck <laughs> sorry I'm just hitting that I understood the joke but I didn't I didn't put the A and flack <laughs> together and I just put it together and <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow, that's just blew my mind. Oh, all right. Yeah, but I don't think it was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was sorry. Oh god, that just blew. It. I don't know why I never put the A and Flack together. I just thought they were taking the Flack and going, "Oh, Affleck," and I was like, "Yeah, but his name's not Flack." <laughs> I didn't put the A. <laughs> oh, whoops. Okay, now I just look like an, uh, an idiot. Um, I just never put them together. <laughs> Anyway, uh, even though I didn't get it, apparently, uh, no, I don't think they did it intentionally. No, I didn't either. But no, uh, what were your thoughts on Joker when you first seen it? Craig, do I? Do, no, he went first last time. We've gone in reverse order, so John, you're oh, first. Oh, but I, oh, okay. Um, when I first saw... Joker. Joker. I saw Joker. Very, 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 very good. No, no, no. I'd really. I th- I thought that's the way it was gonna go in terms. Of, I didn't think he was gonna become this crime mob Joker. Uh I always. I think I actually said it on this podcast that I think it's gonna be a, a film where it, he slowly transitions to the psychotic or just mentally unstable person, and I feel like that's what we got to. And I really, really, really enjoyed the journey. <laughs> I really liked like the aspect of like how they're absent men- mental illness in it. You know, it's like this person is abused by society, terrible childhood. No one like no one cares about him. No one's respecting him. So what happens if you do that? I like his line. What happens when you get somebody's mentally who's like a, a mentally mental, ill loner? Mentally ill loner and the society, you get what you effing deserve. Yeah, that's such that's a good line. line. But I really think the movie done really well, like showing how this character slowly but surely falls. Like I feel like some people are complaining about how he's not a crime lord or like how he stumbles onto this, but he does say he's not political. All he does is personal. Every, like every kill he makes is personal. Yeah. Everything he does is personal. Like this is a personal guy, personal Joker. But he just I, wants to be noticed. I only have one problem with Joker, and that is the problem I talked about beforehand with uh, Ahmed Best and Skyler White, where it is hopefully it doesn't, but it could lead to the Fight Club scenario where it leads to revolutions because of the film. Luckily, it's not happening, so I really like it as long as that doesn't happen. If that happens, it'll destroy this as a genre. You know what I mean? Like, the genre of, like, showing the, uh, like, mental yeah. health decline and all. Yeah. As long as, like, that doesn't happen, it should be a good genre. It can expand more and get more films like this to happen. Like, I feel like it's a really good explanation yeah. of a character story, showing who he is, yeah. and not relying too heavily on DC. It feels like it's just a movie that happens to be called Joker and happens to be DC. That's exactly what I was going to say. removed that aspect, and it still worked. That's what I was going to say. Of it. Like, uh, it's a good movie, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Then it's a good DC movie, second. Yeah. I wouldn't even... I understand, obviously understand why they called Joker... But I wouldn't. It's if you're going into it thinking, oh, the, the Joker, exactly. That's never worked. Like uh, Jeremy Johns, uh, one of the, a really good reviewer on YouTube, said it best. It was like, don't go into it thinking it's a Joker film. 
it's really an art it's about a man who slowly descends into madness and and it's not like your typical Joker like, Joker even, like Mark Hamill kind of like he's not Joker to like the last even like third at most I don't even think yeah, but it's a version of Joker but I don't even think it's the Joker that everyone expected yeah, yeah. anyway Craig he's like a, I mean uh, Peter he ends up like a, a big inspiration to a lot of people but he, that's not his intentions no like I like the way how with the with the mental illness it's really from his point of view you see you see the little things you don't just go in the movie and think oh he's crazy you know he's insane you don't no, you see no, the little things and then you see like obviously you know like he's he's a bit delusional and you you see these things yeah you, you, you even while you're watching it you think it's real yeah and you realize yeah. it's not so it's all his um point of view which i really appreciate yeah and one of the things i have to say about uh, the director in fairness tom uh todd phillips was um people were saying to him that uh when he's asked the question about like mental health and stuff he was like well that's not kind of that's not him for him to answer and people were giving him stick about that saying that well you made this film uh making us like question all this and that whereas i have to defend him he made a film because he thought this was an interesting concept about yeah. what happens this is what this is what film is it's all theoretical what happens when you do like the Joker said have a mentally ill loner with a society that beats down on not the elite of the of of society so uh, Toddfield I feel like Toddfield's getting unwanted flack because he he's he's supposed to be like the guy who asks these questions you clearly have the answers kind of thing where he's like no I just made this film because it's intriguing and it's interesting to see what happens we're a fair word about social media because everyone's just every like they want anything to be open ended. They want everything to be answered. Like in the past, and said, this have happened. Like in the eighties, people would have accepted it as a film and just like, oh, that's a really good film. Talk about it. But now it's like let's literally just pass it to the creator until they tell us what they meant. Like yeah, it's kind of destroying cinema. But like, good example is uh, Breaking Bad. You haven't seen it yet. Like, no. Spoiler, Sean. It's all right. Uh yeah. Go ahead. Uh, in the El Camino movie, Peter's talking about this as well. But Peter's not here, sadly. So I'll talk for him. Uh, how, like in like in uh, Breaking Bad ended like a what is Walter dead of Walter alive and didn't reveal the answer. Then Al Camino was like, actually, here's what happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that did disappoint Peter. I was talking to Peter about this. Like he <laughs> he was saying hi. Like he, he really liked how it was open. You know, having that answer, uh, it, I mean, it's, it's an answer you don't yeah. want because if you if you do get that answer, it's not like it can't be continued anyway. It can't go further. So you may as well leave it open. <clears throat> like me and Peter had some debates over if he's alive or not for a while. Like we were talking about like debate like oh, why I think he was dead, Peter, why he before he was alive. We'd like have fun debates, fun like this is why he's alive, this is why he's dead, and now it's like, well, there goes that debate. He's yeah. alive. No, sorry, he's not. He's dead. Did, he's dead. Uh, we're kind of ruined to the debate we have. Like so, like that's kind of a, like to go like nicely at the end. He's open. It's like because like that is in the last scene. Mm-hmm. You're not even sure if the movie even happened. Like this is yeah. all him just talking to that girl. Was it even real? Did anything actually happen? Like, yeah. it leaves the entire movie as open like a mystery. Like, was real? What isn't real? Cause, like, remember, like, he's dating I, that girl, Penny. Yeah. She didn't actually date her and all. Yeah. Like, so the movie like is like, what is real? What's and not? I, it questions I, it, unless it leaves it open ended at the end. While fans are like, what happened? What happened next? I'm trying to get in there around spot everything. Sometimes that annoys me. Where it's like, uh, don't we? Are, I love the end of explained videos. New rock stars, it's rock rock stars, rock stars. They're a great YouTube channel for them and breakdowns. But I feel like people sometimes take the film away and think what, what was that so was it real whereas they should be thinking wow like 
they, they're taking the wrong meaning away from it because they're <laughs> thinking wait so it wasn't real whereas yeah. really you shouldn't that's not the message yeah. of the film it's I about like, what happens yeah. I do like to the Arthur. that's just them giving theories what they think happens but no yeah but I just the yeah. themselves are like this is what happened are we left to open ended oh well not anymore like come on let them be how you want to be don't pass them about it yeah how did you guys uh, did you like the, the setting of the way the way Gotham looked I feel like it's looked how it's always kind of looked like for me Gotham looks the same in every like media mm-hmm. the only difference is it changes what it's I'm air quoting here edginess is for whatever society is currently edgy about so like for a while like in uh, Batman Forever which sucked but at that point it was steampunk popular so it was a steampunk Gotham mm-hmm. and like uh, Dark Knight was popular was being edgy and dark so it was a dark Gotham yeah so like whatever like the Gotham is reflects what society is which I feel like mm-hmm. so Gotham kind of changes a bit the respect of what society is at that point so like but so like basically that's what kind of Gotham's like but Gotham's always kind of the same so I think Gotham's kind of the same as it always is yeah, but I like how they didn't over like over explore Gotham like they kind of kept it limited to what he would like you know his apartments the Murray show Gotham Manor they kept, like the theatre they kept it small mm-hmm. they didn't like try to explore all of Gotham yeah like Gotham also like it didn't feel like this is you need to know what Gotham is this is important it's just like it happens to be in Gotham could be anywhere I liked about this one yeah, I didn't want I didn't want any like irrelevant parts of Gotham to be shown. It was just, just you're not focusing on, on the location. Like you get you obviously you you know the location, but it's not it's not really part of it at all, which is nice. And it it it, it gives the the film has like puts Gotham in different settings, like from the start to the ending, it changed the whole view on Gotham and the high Gotham is at the time. So like for example, like most of the film, it's just. It just seems like you know, like a normal type of place. Yeah. And then typical it, Yes, and then it, it gets more chaotic because of offense. High Gotham usually does, but Gotham will always jump back and forth instead of just being like you know hell throughout. Yeah. It just just shows the changes, but because of even the minor minor and major things, the changes Gotham and how it is. So I love the idea of super rats. Not related, but I just love the idea that. There's Gotham has super rats. Like, what are super rats? I love how they never show them any as well. Just super rats thing moves on. I think they did well uh, to show like not not just Arthur's kind of mentality, but the society in Gotham. Like at the start when they say like uh, about the problem with uh, the rats, obviously like the sewage and like all the, like super everything. Cats. Yeah, the super cats. <laughs> that actually made me laugh. Actually, because like. I mean, I saw the super rats. Super cats. That was actually a pretty good joke. But uh, I like. I I know it's it's very Scorsese the setting, but well, they did say style film. it's very like grimy, like <laughs> it, the earth. gritty. Yeah, very. It's supposed to be that like you, you see like all the like on the subways the the graffiti like it's very gritty. It looks dirty. It looks like that like rundown type city, and I do like the juxtaposing the which basically just means in between it's just a fancy way in the media I love when we learn in media but that I was like I'll use that everywhere everywhere just uh, decision I do decision my breakfast <laughs> I do like the the difference between Arthur's world and like the like with the Wayne's world uh, but uh, Wayne's world it's like rich and poor yeah you see the complete difference it looks clean <laughs> uh, the modern house like everything then you go back to Arthur's it, it it almost feels weirdly like they they live in two different uh, universes. 
Yeah, but like time zones, yeah. like uh, one feels like it's from like the modern society, and one feels like it's from obviously it's in the eighties. Yeah. But you can see like the difference how one culture has has profited and one has completely been like dumped down, and it's really rags and riches. <laughs> A lot of like realism to it. Yeah, you know, I really liked the subtle reference to Alfred. You remember, like it's like the like the guy. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, like, what are you doing? Bruce, yeah. I love his British accent just comes out of nowhere. It's like Alfred. I know I didn't really see see him as Alfred as soon as he <laughs> appeared and I was like it's a the whole British, the British, 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 odd. Yeah, as soon as you're yeah. British you're like yeah, he, nice he, Alfred he just, just realised as soon it as, wasn't as, like as he speaks bad, it was, I also like how it never like beats you in the head with like references like it's like that's Alfred and we're like look it's Alfred my butler hi Alfred it's just like that's happens to be Alfred yeah honestly that like, but that's, that's back to the thing where like <laughs> DC fans going into it they've probably already seen it by now but they they shouldn't oh, yeah. ex- they shouldn't ex- spoiler alert for this podcast episode. Oh, they'll, I'll put spoilers in the title, but like they you shouldn't put spoilers expect- in the title. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. The one spoiler that I he's gonna spoil it in the title. No, I'll just put one spoiler. A put it with flack. What do you get? <laughs> right. What do you get when you combine A and flack? Yeah. Burn out flack. Wow, Peter would appreciate these spoilers. If only Peter was here. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Peter's saying that actually right now. That's why we'll have a substitute. Yeah, Peter hasn't seen it yet. That's why we got Korea again. So, the story. Did you like how it played out? Did you? Can I, yeah, can but can like, I jump back on the Alfred again? Yeah, go ahead. I, I, now I'm thinking about it, I just... Now I really don't appreciate how Alfred was. Oh, yeah. I don't I know it was only briefly in it, but even just the way he was, like the, his personality, it just it did not feel like Alfred. But that's Alfred when someone attacks Bruce, though. When someone attacks Bruce or like threatens Bruce, Alfred turns into like an evil kind of guy. But he, he didn't seem evil. That's what I'm saying. He didn't seem evil. He seemed, he seemed weak. He seemed, he seemed, I could see weakness. Yeah, I I I see, I, I see, I see, I see what you said. I didn't see Alfred like I knew he didn't seem like a threat. He didn't seem like he he can defend himself. Well, Alfred or... never seems like a threat though. No, yeah. but, but Alfred can be defensive. Quite yeah, he's not defensive though. Like usually, by the time you see Alfred, he is an old. But man. I I could still see fear. Like, I think he was just shocked that a guy is putting uh, his fingers <laughs> in Bruce's mouth. He's like, what the fuck is going on? I kind of did like see like strength in his eyes and thought like he's a man who can protect Bruce. I I think I it was like it. strength through fear. Yeah, and that's what I that's why I say it. it. Just I I know it was brief and it's not a big part of it, but it just didn't seem like Alfred. And I felt like that could have been done a little bit better. Personally, I liked how the handled Alfred. You know, Burley in it. He's like small role, and it's just like he happens to be like just saving Bruce here. I liked him on that Alfred point. Also, I loved how the, that I kind of show was also. The Wayans don't like in this universe. The Wayans aren't really good parents. That's what Alfred's I was. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. say on that point as well. Actually. Did you like the way they handled this uh, Bruce Wayne, who's this is the Playboy, but he's also they they even in like uh, Batman uh, Begins, Christopher Nolan's Batman, where it, it, I guess in anyone, but that one for me shown as this like public figure of like hope for like everyone in Gotham, whereas in this one it's very it's very again very realistic where it's like politics, it's like they'll look after themselves and people like them. But the one, the ones who they can't relate to, and the ones who are, who are struggling with certain things, it seems like they just don't really care, and they just brush it under the carpet type thing. I've heard people complain about the Bruce Wayne, saying like he's quite a dick. But I think, well done, welcome to society, because <laughs> some people just are just like that. 
<clears throat> also, it was weird though. A lot of people thought like the ending was a twist. Everyone was like, "Oh look, it's a Joker person just killing Bruce Wayne's parents." Like, come on! I hated that. If Bruce Wayne's parents appear, they have to die. I just didn't. Girl. I just didn't want the. I I just don't think it needed to. I know what I think it was. I was I was talking to people after it, and I was like, I think they all sat around and went, oh, "This is a great script. This is brilliant." It's just the one negative, and with a white, the one thing we might get Bruce like pissed off. Life. It's like no, it's like it's like it doesn't really feel like decent. Like. We need a bit more DC. Like, we how, just set up how, how do we how do yeah. we get like this film more DC? And they all like sat around the writers' room and just went, "Got it." Kill Bruce Wayne's parents. It's perfect. <laughs> no, I liked it. I liked up until when they killed. Him, I thought it was pretty subtle. You know, they're leaving the theater. A guy starts to follow them. Should, they should have cut there. Yeah, yeah, that would have been better. That would have been better. The movie that confirmed this movie actually happened instead of like leaving it open end. Also, was remember like with him like sitting talking to the therapist in Arkham. Yeah, he then flashed to Bruce Wayne in the street like. Yeah. To confirm that everything you've seen is actually real. Kind of ruins like the illusion of this could be fake, this could be real. Well no, I actually went the other the the other the other way, because he's supposedly like sitting there like thinking about it. But how would he know that Bruce Wayne's parents died like that? He they wouldn't. Yeah. Well, that confirm it's real though. No, it, it would confirm that it could be all a, a dream. Because how would he wasn't there when the guy was down the alley shooting him. But he probably would have heard about it. But also, that didn't show him but that, there, but that, 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 I think that's like, the, that's my problem with that scene. Is that's the only scene. It's not from Arthur's point of view, as well. Yeah. Like that's the only scene in the entire movie that's not Arthur's point POV. Is the Bruce Wayne and the Alley scene as well? Because the rest of it is all completely Arthur POV, Arthur POV, and that scene's one did, scene just out of Arthur's POV, which doesn't make sense. Did you just feel? Uh, did you just feel bad for Arthur? There's a lot of people going, oh, you shouldn't feel bad for it. Like, he's he's, he's yeah, murdering people. Yeah, it's such a hard life. But like, that's the thing, you can relate to it. Like, yeah, everyone can relate. Like, he, at the start, he doesn't know what's wrong with him. Yeah. But you can relate to it, John. You know what's weird, though? You said that. He's been the spoiler I was going to make. You know uh, Walking Phoenix? Yeah. He just signed you're going to be unrelatable. Like, someone that knows. It's weird. Like, everyone can, I can relate to him, but he was designed to be unrelatable. Like, someone you can't relate that's, to. That's interesting. That's very interesting because I would say there's a lot of relatable qualities yeah. and and not just re- relatability, but you almost don't want him to turn into the Joker, yeah. or you. It's the opposite where you're like, yeah, there's a lot of people being dicks here. I kind of wish you just like, take action. He looks like the good guy. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It well, from his perspective, we have to relate to him to a certain extent because technically, technically, he's the protagonist, kind of, kind of, you know. So it's kind of like, yeah, you have to at least like him or understand him. To a certain, and I think there's a lot of people who actually get scared when they understand him and they understand why he's doing it. And I think that's why in America there's kind of a there's kind of a lot of controversy around the film saying that this may start uh, to cause a lot of trouble because yeah. people might think, oh fuck, look what he's doing, and he it worked for him. Uh, yeah, and might think, wait a second, this is the way society is here. Maybe what, I should take action. I say, uh... But it, again, it's, you can't blame the. You, if you could go in and start shooting a host, hopefully not Graham Norton. <laughs> He's a great. I love his talk show. What would you be your host to shoot then, John? Would it be my host? Uh, I don't want any of them dead, but if I have to choose, if I had to pick choose, Piers Morgan. Okay, yeah, Piers Morgan. Although I do, I actually like Piers Morgan because he's such a dick. But yeah, if it was one getting shot in the face, we're not advocating this at all. If it happens, we have nothing to do with it. Yeah, what if they what if they quote yeah. us on JCP? Guys, guys, where is Peter right Peter, Peter, don't shoot him. He's in London. Uh, it's, uh, Peter's busy, uh, not in London. We're oh, talking about like someone right. GMB oh, the other yeah. day. Where's Peter? Hi, Peter. Let's wave the Peter outside. 
We just want to call Did you hear Peter is not killing. Peter's back, everybody. In case Bruce Morgan dies next few days, Peter did not kill him. But yes, uh, I've heard the whole. Oh, people... Peter, nice to see you. You missed the first half. Cray filled in for you. Yeah, no, I just I just seen the movie. That was great, and I just li- I was I was actually li- listening like. Oh yeah, we're live streaming uh, this yeah. just to Peter. I was just listening, like you know, how Craig had some good points, and we, you know, he said what I would have said. <gasps> then, no way. Yeah, and then, and then John, when John brought up the whole here point where the. The, ref- the people thinking that uh, people are going to cause stuff from this I was like thinking back to whenever uh, Craig and John were discussing about the whole rich and poor thing it just yeah. it just made me think um, you know that that relates to people refuting how you think about it so it's like the people who might be thinking this are the people who are the yeah. in the better half and yeah. they, they personally don't experience it so they're just putting a blame on something yeah yeah so they're just thinking, oh, you know, if they see this, that's going to be because they don't realize, you know, they haven't been through that thing. It, you know, if they've been through it, they'd understand. Like, they're not just going to turn crazy like that. Uh, yeah. But in they, fairness, you're right about that because it has been mostly the media that's been hyping this up. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think they're going to snap. Like the, the average Joe is not going to be turning. Like, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's going to be a new, a new school shooting tonight because yeah. of this. No. I think their concern is when the 2008 Joker Dark Knight movie happened. That Joker movie, the Dark Knight, and uh, everything happened. The people did shoot people up because of Joker then. So I mean, they're worried it's gonna happen again. But that's mentally ill. Uh, that's yeah, but that's I think that's why people are worried. True, but at this, they would have. They would have. It's, it's not gonna stop over a film, I the, assume, but, but I hope not. But then they should be. They shouldn't be looking at it as stop them by uh, like the cinema screens. Yeah, like, they should be saying, "How do we help, help these people?" Like, like you ever heard? And like, that's the, the other. Fear, uh, like, Fear and uh, like people believe that therapy should be free. I, I believe 100%. I believe like, let's say, like, one of the things, like, the, the way, like, if you are concerned, like, all what can be the sugar film, it's gonna, like, give you worse. Help them, then. Don't just be like, look, I know how to stop them. Let's ban the movie. You could, you could do something to help. And although, uh, the film, uh, Todd Phillips, I, again, as a filmmaker, this is kind of the stuff that would intrigue you. Like, what happens if we have this character with this problem and this problem, see where it leads? That's the kind of films I'd love to make. But if, if the media are taking it as this is literal and he's trying to basically say society's like this and this is the way it is, hopefully some good comes from it where people go, shit, this is like, if it goes seriously wrong and you don't get the help that you need and a couple of things happen and the way you're feeling, maybe we need to change things in, in our own society to make sure that everyone has his it's a bit like when Arthur's uh, has his funding cut and then he can't get his medication he can't go to therapy all these things just build up and up and up and hopefully there's a positive impact on this and they don't yeah, just like, think oh stop the people who have mentally ill people have problems you yeah, know what I mean like their idea is it's easier to it's easier to ban a movie than actually help them it's the weird, it's the weird way they're, they're going about it yeah. so like we need to try and stop something happening that makes me feel bad uh, at least stuff's happening so I know let's just ban a movie like, and I would say I would them. never use my AK to, to harm they're, humans they're just they're just taking the blame I don't they're, have an AK they're taking the blame so they can so they can save M9. money and they think it's just it's just yeah. it's a reason for it but there's big reasons like in, in the movie I just remember uh, whenever it's like uh, he got beat up by the, by the kids mm-hmm. um, and then his 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 boss was boss yeah talking yeah. to him and it was one, all the all he cared about was the sign Ret- yeah you return the sign like trying to like say that it never happened and stuff like people 
people yeah. don't people don't really <laughs> care. There's you know they're just thinking about themselves. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Like why would pe- why should people have to, for example, the whole therapy being three? Why should people have to pay, for things that other people have done, to their yeah. to their yeah. mental mental state? Yeah, very true. But uh, but I just want after that uh, very good. That was actually a really good talk about it. But and I, I, I know. Are we doing? You're trying to move us on, bro. No, I'm not moving on. I'm just saying that like, we're still talking about this show. Like Although it <laughs> sounds like the media. You know, like a big problem. Sounds <laughs> like big the problem media. Society though, like their response is always like, "What is the easiest possible and cheapest thing to do?" It's weird that the government's response to everything is, "How can we li- solve this quickly and easily?" Rather than, "What is the best response?" Yeah. It's like they look at Joker movie and think, "Oh, this could cause people to shoot," rather than, "Oh, this is what people are like. This is what society's like." The people. We should fix society, though. It's like, no, society's fine. Their problem is the media. I think it's too much violence in video games. Like that is an excuse for not helping. I think it's it's a bit like uh, it's like seeing is believing kind of that. If you don't have the experience of like mental health or you don't re- saying, yeah, like, like you it's it's a bit like that, you, you yeah, it's a bit it's, it's a bit not, like I'm not gonna necessarily blame. I'm not gonna be like you know, you know they shouldn't think this. They may think this because they haven't been through it and they don't understand. Yeah, like it may not be like their fault. You know, it, it's yeah. just what they're they're what they're used to, what they know, it makes them struggle to actually realize. You know what these people are yeah, going through. Yeah, bad. Like get, not yeah. So, purpose. so in their in no. their head, they're not just like not all. Some of them are just blaming them. Yes, like, but yeah. so, some are blaming for reasons because like Trump, and because they example. they aren't really sure. Yeah, and they they think that scared. is a reason. Yeah. They're just scared. But it's not always re- like for example, see if um. Right, so someone else, like, if it wasn't Joker, someone else, some random character, just a, a minor character, went through the exact same thing. It doesn't mean they will do the exact same yeah. thing. Yeah. It's, it's, ju- it's just, you know, um, Arthur's reaction in, in this particular situation, but it's not going to be like, everyone who goes through this will do this. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. A good example, actually, weirdly, is Coronation Street. So a lot of characters now who go through similar things and their response is to be better and they're gonna help others and make sure others go through like this. Yeah. That's what they went through. Like this is just oh, here's not exactly the truth. This is just one example. This is one extreme. There's extreme examples in every case. There's someone who like still happens to them. They'll be like, oh well, this is what life's like. And there's a I've got to get revenge for this, but Joker didn't do. He literally self defense by the way. But no, uh, like th- this is one of the two extremes. I know I shoot people in the face when they ask me questions. No, 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 not that part on the train. Like yeah, yeah, the set, yeah. They were trying to beat him up on the train. Yeah, I didn't the see that as bad. Was, uh... This is, I think, is but that's him. At, that's that's, that's, that's him at that, the worst point. Mum, that's him mums about medication. Yeah. But no, like that's an extreme like response. There's a lot of media where it is a natural response. Like in Cornish the street, as I'm saying, like they have like problems. Like they get beat up. What's their response? I'll try and get better. I'll try and get help. I'll try and shot ch- ch- mountain others. Like this is just one example, and because it's an extreme example, the media is picking up on it. Like this is what happens. This is what this is what's gonna ha- come out of it when there's yeah. hundreds of examples in the media of non-fault responses. Just remember the thing. You know, whenever he went to find or get the files about his mother. Good little scene. Yeah, and like they would not give him. Like, if you think. If he they would not, if, give he, me. if he was more aware of what happened, if he was told and he was offered help, instead of instead of that's just trying to hide it from him, yeah, yeah, they could have yeah. helped him with him. With him. Also, it's, yeah, it's not true. like the worst case scenario for him to find out the information as well, though. It's reading on his own and only seeing the facts of all of them, like, hello, talk to him calmly about it. 
is I know let's let him let's let's make him go the most extreme approach to getting the information as well like they could have told him slowly and you know let him down as Peter did, was saying let did him you uh, like, no, they could have put him no. there, like bring him into a private room and just talk to him like Tree, be gentle yeah. but instead they're just yeah, like, completely obviously at that point when he's like, talking to that guy it's obviously a risk to his own mental state as well so they should have tried to help him for that reason and for nothing else but uh, I think the main thing to take out of this conversation is it is a film. It is theoretical. Not um, everyone. But the good, really the good thing though about films. Help, not just try and ban Yeah, yeah. The good thing about films like these, like they do make people think. Not all films should all be, you know, all these like theories and messages. Not all of them. Like some films just be there to enjoy. But there are films that like do that do exactly. uh, open up conversations. Which yeah. are good to have because these conversations, you know, these these situations need to be like yeah, it's very important. People need yeah. to be aware of this. For example, like the the media, the people who don't understand, we try and help them understand. So, yeah, yeah. So, so they can react in a better way. And also, it's just an absolute great film. <laughs> it is. It is phenomenal. Apart from <laughs> like like forgetting about all this, you know, the story about mental illness. The overall, just the way it's done, it's just it's just phenomenal. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Do you want it to get a sequel? Is the first question. No. No. Same here. But here's the thing. If you had thank to God, f- you know what? You guys deserve Rufus because yeah. I'm far away, right. so we'll Rufus afterwards. Uh, 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 we'll Rufus through Peter. Uh, 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 there we go. The part of the Rufus, Rufus comes through. Days, Rufus All I've heard is people say, <laughs> "Oh, they should make a sequel." It was like, no, this is a great one and done film. You like, heard we the one don't. For a sequel now? Like he's saying he's willing to do a sequel. Yeah, I heard that. They said that him and Todd Phillips have been See, talking. Just right. If you had to make a sequel, what would your sequel be? If you were made to make a sequel, what would you go for? I'm so against the sequel. I don't yeah, even want to think about it. I'm the same. I, I understand why people might think, "Oh, it'd be good." Think because see when people watch the film, and it's just so good, it makes them want more. You want more, yeah. But like, that's even, the way you just you like, leave them. Longer parts, just like yeah. additional things. You just want more. But like, there's things that just should just be left. But you don't need because it's not even no, about I'm the Jew. No, no, no. I understand, but when people say, I don't think people realize. I was listening to uh, again. I just keep referencing other things, but ahead, Collider John. Collider Live. Get, get rid of our theaters. Collider Send Live. Me somewhere else. But this, I'm saying like this to disagree their point. Although oh. I do enjoy them. <laughs> go watch them no, I don't. go but, watch them with John Hastings but they were, they were talking about all these theories like no you can bring in the Batman you can do this with it. it's oh, like it's like it's not a, a sequel, don't bring I think Batman, they're they're thinking they're almost thinking narrowly D, this is a DC film whereas it's not it, it's almost not a DC film it's, not, it's, it's basically not a Joker film they obviously market it as Joker but you can't I don't think this isn't a DC Universe yeah. film this is like a one and done gritty realistic also, take on what the Joker would be in this society. Here's the thing though, also if you, even if you are doing a sequel, which they shouldn't, why would you bring Batman into it? I, I just, I can't see, I can't see Batman being in this world and like fighting crime because then you're going back, you're going, you're basically making that, the Nolan films. Kind of, no, also if you do this like, like Batman's fight, fighting crime and all, you're removing the message at this moment which is this is a realistic world, this could actually happen. Yeah, and someone. then you're making the then mentally ill person the villain and yeah. then it's, yeah. No, that's that's the problem. You're making him into the villain. Also, you're making it to a where it's like, look, this is no longer realistic anymore because there's this guy flying around being a hundred percent. That's it. I get remo- if you if you're you lose do the realism like, factor. Don't remove the realism. Do like him in prison, like the what what's happened to the cult that he's like accidentally created. You know, keep it in a sense of realism. 
don't like remove the emotion that is when Adam does this. I think I think that's should be a sequel. But if you are, at least don't remove realism. If they did remove realism, then people will look back and not take it as serious. Exactly. Like I, there's a great uh, when you're doing like. Uh, <laughs> Screenwrite like a screenwriting course or just something. They always they said anyway in films. What what does everyone love, and what does your film have to have conflict? And this film there was external conflict with uh, the state of the society and the state of uh, Gotham, and yep. uh, that's what led to the revolution. Uh, internal conflict. Internal conflict, which is the external is so the subplot to the internal conflict, and that's the most important message. And I feel like travel conflict. Yeah, yeah, travel conflict. <laughs> but if you make, uh, if you make a sequel, it would have to be about the external conflict, which I think destroys the message of what this film is. Also, the problem is that it's more the internal movie struggle. It's all about how he became this stage. It's not. If they make a sequel, what can you do? Because he's already at that stage as well. Yeah. What can you do? You know. Do we just? That, that's what it would just be. <laughs> we just, is already risen. Like he is seen as like he is like pre- kind of a good guy in this one. But if there was another one, he just the whole role changes. Yeah, unless it does. you as a yes. in the background and see what happens after someone's happened, like what the cult's happening now, like what's happened after he's created this scenario, where he's not he's not really the focus. He's a side part of it. He's not bored by the aftermath of what he's he's basically created. Is the I guess only that, way you could do it. Yeah. That works, but then it no, wouldn't be a sequel. you shouldn't do it, though. Yeah. It wouldn't be a sequel. No, you shouldn't make the film a sequel. No. But you have to. If you're happy to make a sequel, our message is don't put Batman in it. Oh, no. 100%. Put Superman in it. He's more realistic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bring back like, Tom Welling. <laughs> I feel like, though, if you do this, like, universe right, the DC Dark Little should just be solo films that are trying to be different. Yeah, just keep them going for... <clears throat> like, you know, like, make, like, a Superman Red, Summer Superman in Russia, make the Lex Luthor movie. Yeah. Like make Plastic Man, give him a film, you know, just do one-off movies. Yeah, yeah that would. Because DC, works. I think DC's a lot of their best movies are one-offs, like like uh, like yeah. limited time span, like Dark Knight or their own, span. yeah, their own Man yeah, of Steel, which Dark was great. Knight. Was originally meant to be just Dark like a Knight's five. So good. Like Man of Steel was gonna be like a five-film arc only. Yeah. No, it's like, but the other thing is, DC are amazing when they're limited. Like, sure, look at uh, Superman One was amazing, but when we made Superman One and Two, they was amazing. Yeah. And they try to get more and more and more, and three and four sucks. Yeah, <laughs> the you know, quest for D- peace. DC are pretty great when there are when they limited. Yeah, almost when and they. Shazam was its own film, and it still was its own film. Wonder Woman was its own film. Aquaman was its own film, and they were great. Justice League was meant to be a universe film, and it let a bit of a, was quite a letdown. Saying as a huge DC fan, a lot of DC's best movies are one-offs, stand-up, standalone films. So they shouldn't try to copy Marvel's approach. Yeah, they're, they're not going to stretch DC, like what DC yeah. did really well is one-offs. So I feel like keep doing your DCEU and this like Birds of Prey, Superman, Aquaman, yeah. all the stuff that are keep doing those as like sequels and all. But keep this DC dark label you've created. They make original films in and make original films. It's like you know what? Do you know what the Fast and Furious film production company's called? No. Original films. High original. Let that sink in, guys. Fast <laughs> and Furious film production is called original films, so they've made nine Fast and Furious films and they're still called original films. This is going to be our darkest episode. It doesn't mean dark. I think it's been a good conversation. It's a good Although conversation, I but do, at least comedy. Let's I kind of want to get. I kind of want to get my own point when I said that. Uh, Todd, well, Todd Films do, doesn't want to be like this is society die. <laughs> this is a, this is just a film that I made because it was intriguing to see what this character <gasps> would do with this and this and that coming at him and what he would do, which is a really good. The, I think the society's point is what people take and they 
put it against society, our society at the same time it is a film and the film like the overall film if you don't think about anything else is just obviously a great story of a man so, who just completely it's, just, it's all about perspective yeah lighten up our fears at the end what is your thoughts on Tom Welling returning for Crisis on Infinite Earths do you think he'll finally after 18 years suit up as Superman I was, I was gonna do a, a Joker uh, apart from this Joker because I think this Joker's too different but wh- which one's your favourite Joker ooh favourite Joker let's do this right I can, I'm gonna guess everyone's right <laughs> Peter's is Heath Ledger John's I think you're with me and Mark Hamill no, I, 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 oh, think he, I, I think I think John's a legend too. I think John's a Nicholson. I'm a really big legend fan, but Mark Hamill's j- the only thing I'll give well, Mark not Hamler. Mark Hamill is because it's animated, so you don't get the whole physical like yeah. aspect of it. I'm a Mark Hamill man. I'm a Hamill. I'm a Hamill man. You're a, you're a Hamill man. Name? Mark Hamill. Arkham's even in his name, guys. You know I'm not good with this, Jack. M A R K. H-I-M-I-L-L Mark Hamill so take the take away the M right you get Ark take away the Ark Hamill Ark Hamill Ark Hamill and it's yeah Ark Hamill 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 Ark Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The best movie. It is a really, really good film, actually. He's yeah. a really great Joker. He's not a fi- and I had to go Did you know that he played the Joker in a, in a Birds of Prey TV series? It was like, I don't know what era or year it was. It might have been 80s, if I, I don't know. Go, if I had to go with a physical live-action Joker instead of uh, Mark Hamill, I'd have to go for the stupidest, greatest Joker, Oscar Romero. Oscar Romero. With his moustache that's bleached. Because <laughs> he is just... What I love about the 60 Batman is... It doesn't try to be serious. It's just campy and it knows it. And I feel like that's something that cinema and TV is not doing as much these days. It's just campy fun. Because like a lot of movies and teachers are like going dark or going like super going serious. I want more campy fun like Dora the Explorer, Simply Batman. <laughs> I didn't see Dora the Explorer coming see, to the Weird enough, I think it's because it's, it's, it, it, it's a bit harsh to say, but mental health is a trend at the moment. That is sad to say. It, it is sad to say. I but just it's, want it's ironically sad just, to say. Luckily, Nerval, yeah. luckily Nerval and uh, JJP Studios are going to make some campy fun stuff like Underground Pizza at some point. Like this podcast? Like this f- podcast which is used, apart from this episode which has been a serious episode where it's a campy fun. Uh, so, let's hear your best Joker impressions. Oh no. John can go first. I'm going to just pass on this. I need to stand up for can, can I just say two cents? Two, sen- uh, two sentences? Yeah. No, not two sentences. Yeah, one sentence. Sorry. I'm getting mixed up with words and sentences. My father. That's it. That's all I got. My father. Is this... Is, it's drunk, isn't it? Is that what it says? Yeah. <laughs> Mom picks... Jack is ready for this. Mom picks up the knife. Dad doesn't like that. Not All it takes... To make the sin is alive into me is one bad day. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah, it's practice, obviously. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, sorry, headphone users. Someone's just literally died of a heart attack right there. <laughs> uh, and now let's hear Peter's final. Peter's joking. I don't know what to do. I'm not ready 
if this guy. You know, mine, mine is clearly practiced before. Mine's very. You know, mine I, is, I never do it. So I notice like, John's is very Heath Ledger inspired. Mine is very yeah. Mark Hamill. Mine will so, always be Ledger inspired. Regardless. Mine, you know, mean mine is very Mark Hamill's Joker. People will die tonight. Oh, That's uh, oh, and for our friend Butler, I'll do a film for him. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, oh yeah, I completely ha, forgot about ha, Jared Leto's ha, Joker. Yeah, Jared Leto. Ha. Shout out to Jared Leto. I'll just say for I'll say, I'll say for Butler's defense, he was editor of the movie. Most of what he didn't get make it in. He tried his best. It's the editor's fault, not his. You're welcome, Butler. Nah, he was just shit. <laughs> <laughs> there's no getting. A, there's no getting around it. I'm sorry. He was just shit. <laughs> I tried, Butler. No. Also, I said that Butler doesn't even listen to this podcast. Can you imagine Jared Leto in the Joker role? No, one second. Butler, if you listen to this episode, John will take that back. If you tell John personally, you listen to it, John will take that back. I honestly can't. Don't worry. I remember watching, when I saw um, that laugh in the cinema, in the the trailer, I was like, you know what, maybe. But then I saw him like do it, and then I saw all his like little mannerisms, (laughs) and I was like, someone's going to get your heart. Or something like that. I didn't and then, mind up until that laugh. The last was amazing. No, I remember just There's turning really around and going, what the fuck so, is going on? We stalled on? a bit, Peter. That's who you were doing. like like a weird heart monologue. It did. John, just think you said Joker for me. Oh, honka, honka. Joker. Shall I just do like a this, like basic bitch? Yeah, uh, if, if you I want. Mean, that's however you want to do it. The JJP. Shatner. <sighs> I, I can see my throat crack in here. The JJP. You're going to return Shatner to his powerful face. He's back at his stand. <laughs> God damn it! Was I, already there and like guys, it? What you don't know is we're literally it. playing with the podcast, looking at a picture of William Shatner rather than the stand. <laughs> and here is Peter's Joker. Joker. You've been cast for Joker Two. Joaquin Phoenix is out because he didn't want to, to do it again. He doesn't want to be in a franchise. We're making a new film. It's called It's called Joker versus Riddler: War of Jokes and Riddles. You've been cast as a Joker. Would I have to like say a whole new line then? Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll build you in by being the no, we, ri- we rip off. I'll do a little riddler line to build you into the story. Really? Hello, Joker. Cocaine's not advised. I've seen you be here. I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to take down Batman. Well, that's my job. I'm gonna be the one to take him down. It's the ultimate riddle, and I'm gonna solve it. Joker enters. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading the transcript. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Joker. I'm the Riddler, and taking down Batman is the greatest riddle of all time. And I'm gonna be the one to solve it. Riddler, no, the Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something. I like to say to you, we're all very natural improvers. I'll try again. All right, there, Joker. I'm the Riddler, and I'm gonna kill Batman. Solve the greatest riddle alive. Why so Scottish? <laughs> and I thought my jokes were bad. Um, time to end on our new favorite song. An old man. Turn 98. He won the lottery and died the next day. Just to play it safe, was afraid to fly. By the way, this this is completely rehearsed. He packed his suitcase. If we sing it, is it copyright? We'll get taken down for copyright. Copy, copyright but copyright, don't worry, this copyright. is our very first strike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. 
Smallfield could also get a strike down. Actually, oh no, I just realized. This is a remix. This could be our first strike. No, I think if you sing it, it's alright. Yeah, it's it's your own version. Wait, no, wait, it's wait, your own wait. version. As we're, long as you, as we're long not paid for this, we're fine. We're not getting paid for this. As, as long oh as, shit! As long as uh, that's where I say we've been on. No, <laughs> wait, yeah, we're not getting paid for this. So we're actually fine. And on that legal note, I've been Jack. I've been John. I'm Mike Craig or Peter. Damn it! Right, we're gonna do this. Okay. Right, we're gonna do this one. Right, okay. Craig will say goodbye first, then we'll do the classic JJP. Okay. Craig, come back in. Peter, move for a second. Uh, just like you know, Craig is sitting up here, slot. Oh, Craig, get off me. Just like Santa Claus. One second. I've been Craig. Get out of here, Craig. We want Peter back. We prefer Peter, we no, we don't. Oh, good. Craig's gone, finally. Uh, oh, so. He was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, now, before we leave, let's try and let's see how John improvises. John, I'll I'll lead you in with a little Batman. You'll be Superman. Superman. Transcept, transcept, right? Okay. Superman, got a question for you. Do you bleed? Lois is so freaking hot. <laughs> I know, right? Her body's so so. Did you use your X-ray vision on Superman? Her gets hard. I. Oh, I'm out. <coughs> Guys, this is my last episode of the podcast. Gets a hard I... coat. Guys, I was Jack, and I'm gone. Okay, I've been John. Uh, Jack has l- quite literally left. It's your time to leave. No, this, is, this is my podcast. Oh, huh? right. okay. Hey, guys. And I'd like to announce we now have a new podcast. Hello, I'm Steve, and I'm the new host with Craig. And our friend here. Simon. Simon. So, I've been... Simone, actually. CSS. I've been Steve. We're not... I've been Simone. Scripting. Is the most Peter, get out of here! We won Craig! This is the most confusing <laughs> outro to a podcast <laughs> ever. Alright, Craig. Uh, oh, so, as always, away. I've been... <laughs> I don't even know who the I fuck I am anymore. I'm Steve. Where's Jack and Joel? I'm Simon. Hey, Peter, get out of here! We won Craig! I am Craig. We're good. I don't know you guys. Where's Jack and Joel? <laughs> oh, they're left. We, they quit after Peter made a hard-on joke. Jack quit, then John quit for integrity, then we kicked the Hello, Peter. hard on my old friend. <laughs> I've come to You're so hard on me. <laughs> Wait, why did I join him? When Superman was resurrected in Batman vs. Superman, so... I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, was erected? Uh, um, <laughs> actually, don't you mean Injustice League? Was it Justice League? Oh, it was. Nerdy corrections. Uh, so... Moist. Moist. Moist so, really I've word. been Steve. It's a bad word. I've been Steve. I've been Rogers. No, you're not. <laughs> you were Simone. No, you were... Simeon. 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 So, let's try this again. Leaving this podcast. I've been Steve, and I love the Joker. Give him my review now. What's my... Simeon? Simeon. I've been Simeon. Did you like the Joker? I very much enjoyed the Joker. And Craig's sort of his I'm reviews. Craig, and I live in Joker. So, that's our first Lumi reference. And, uh, <laughs> well, guess what? I'm quitting too. Hello, I'm Jill. Okay, oh right. My God. <laughs> <laughs> Had too much people. <laughs> well, well, gotta say, we've had a lot of, lot of 
guests today. Guys, a lot of good fun as Guys. well. Uh, Hopefully, you all enjoyed the insanity. Of that. I love how I love how this is our if most you're still serious listening. podcast, but we end it so stupidly. <laughs> I've been Jack. I've been Joe. Whatever the face you're listening. Tom and Peter, we'll try that again. In the stup- and the both this most serious and stupidest episode of all time. I've been Jack. I've been John. And I've been Peter. Hope you're happy out there. <laughs>